Let's go while we're young. I bet you slice into the woods a hundred bucks. Gambling is illegal at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. B Y A Bushwood. Ding dong. Look. <laughs> What's up, guys? What up, dog? Hello there, sir. Oh, it is another episode of BYA Bushwood, and it is time. I missed you guys. It was a little break. It is time to talk about the Wells Fargo. What is it? Wells Fargo Invitational, right? Yeah. Yep. It's uh, in a different different spot, but coming back to a good spot. It's in Potomac. It's right near. Um, it's right outside of D.C. Yeah, it's uh, actually right right across the way from uh, good old Congressional. Which right, is they just are neighboring. A beautiful area. Yeah, right. they are neighboring awesome. properties. This is the TBC of Potomac at Avenel Farms. Not to yes. be confused with TBC Potomac, which is a different course, not too far away, also. Yeah, they they mess with your brain out there, buddy. Yep. So that's what the gov- the government will do that to you. Okay. Um, and 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 they usually play this at Quail Hollow, but Quail Hollow is going to be for the President's Cup. So that's right. This year they're moving it. Just yeah. throwing that out there. So it's just one yeah. time, right? They're going back to Quail Hollow next year. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is just, well. So what happened was in seventeen and eighteen, this was the Quicken Loans National, right? And that's where they played that, and then the Wells Fargo kind of spawned off because something else was at Quail Hollow, and then when Wells Fargo decided to do it, that's where they ended up moving yeah. it, and yeah. busted out the took I've, Quicken Loans away because I vaguely remember all that movement, and um, yeah. This yeah. is a great course, though. This is it's it's an underused, but but it's a classic, you know. It's it's a gorgeous golf course. It's laid out awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, it's not real long for these guys. A little over seventy one hundred yards uh, from the from the back tees. Um, par seventy, so you know, not a whole lot of par fives. A couple par fives, a couple par threes, and some some challenging par fours. Um, they've got they've got a what four or five of them that are four fifty plus. Yeah. Uh, and then one of the par fives, I think it's the second hole, which you got to navigate that one because there's a little, I think the Potomac River or a little wash or something runs out about 100 yards short of it, maybe a little less, and it's a little over 600 yards. So it's it's a good test. But, uh, you know, there's three guys that have shot 62, the course record. There's uh, oh, Answer, who's the – we'll talk about them. Yeah. It's a, great, um, it's a great time of the year to be in this part of the country. It really is perfect there right now. No kidding. Um, growing it's up, be not too far from there. Um, my whole thing was spring and fall are perfect, and winter and summer. I don't want to be in DC, <laughs> but the spring and fall are really perfect. Right now, it's really nice, so it'll be a lovely, Greg, a lovely Greg, weekend. Can you explain, Greg? Can you explain a little bit about where, where Potomac is? Potomac yeah. is essentially a suburb of Washington DC on the Maryland side. If you, it's. Okay. It's like uh, northwest of the city, um, not far, and it yeah. follows the, the the river a little bit. Um, it's it's nice up there. It's really uh, it's really pretty t- uh, area, and it's like the first time that you get to like old farmland that has been converted to suburbs because of the sprawl, right? Mm-hmm. So you still see some houses that have barns. But they don't have as much cool. property as they used to, okay. and it's really yeah, there's a 
yeah, crazy properties, man. Oh my yeah. god, it's really nice. Uh, a lot of the wealth in DC lives out in Potomac. Okay, is there any like weather, like um, you know what I mean? Like uh, it might be cold. Consistencies. It's definitely going to rain this weekend a little bit, uh, and it might be cold late in the day. But I don't think that seasonally, like I mean, it's just this time of year is when it starts to get really nice, basically, you know. Nice. Um, annually, usually. Now, it, again, mm-hmm. in the in the in the weather report, it looks like it's going to rain this weekend. Especially yeah, it's going to be chilly and rain. Yeah, yeah. And it looks it's like it'll definitely Saturday. be cold in the late afternoon. Um, but well, mm-hmm. you know, these guys, you know, nine times out of ten, if you do this course, if you do this course this weekend, it's going to be gorgeous. It just sucks that it's bad weather this year. You know, it's okay. interesting you guys bring up you bring up the weather. Uh, I was out at the congressional, I think it was 2012. And I don't know if you guys remember this, but there was like some small little like micro tornado burst or whatever. And uh, I was literally in my hotel, you know, had a really long night, big dinner, a lot of drinking, a lot of fun and woke up and I slept through the whole thing. But literally, they the, the hotel is almost evacuated. Um there was alarms going off and all that. And I did, I just slept through the whole thing, but I woke up and went outside. We got to the golf course. It was on a Saturday and they shut the golf course down to all the spectators. And Whoa. only people that were allowed to go were obviously members and people that were working at the tournament. And it was awesome for us because we didn't have to work a booth at golf tech for Mercedes. I think is who we were doing it for at the time. And we got to follow tiger around and it was like 20, you know, most people were following him around. But there was like 20 or 30 people as opposed to 300 or 400 people, you know. So cool. it was awesome. So we got – yeah, it was it was incredible. But, like, they, they trees were down. I mean, like, the whole place got annihilated by, like, oh. some little microburst tornado or something. It was pretty wild. Um, but anyway, I, I can see how the weather, you know, obviously, you know, this time of year. That, that was obviously later in the summer. But um, this time of year, man, it's just got to be perfect. Yeah, usually. That's a cool story. Yeah. This is when you see all the um, all the cherry blossoms start to pop and stuff like that. It's a really pretty time to be in the D.C. area. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully uh, it won't be too bad for them and uh, that they can get it in. But, yeah, the golf course, man, the, the green complexes are, are undulating and really small and kind of, you know, they all kind of look the same, like almost like kidney shape for a majority of the holes. And it, it's it'll be a challenge, man. These guys, uh, you know, hopefully be uh, – be, be to a good test of golf so we'll see what happens wait so go back to that you were talking about the undulating greens and then what else what are some of the uh like let's let's get into that a little deeper what are some of the other challenges to the players that this course presents uh i would say that you know obviously there's a lot of short par fours so if you're a big hitter uh, you're going to have to be really strategic with, you know, what you're taking off the tee box. There's not going to be a lot of these guys that are playing are not going to be hitting driver very often, except for the par fives, of course, and some of the longer par fours. But it's very strategic. You know, there's a lot of holes where you have to plan a lot of, you know, different cuts and dog legs and different lines that they're going to have to take. Uh, and hitting the fairway is going to be, you know, a plus, like like it is everywhere. But I would assume the rough's going to be pretty penal. Um you know, where you, where you place your ball when you're coming in, wherever the pins are located, um, you, you'll want to, you know, be on the right side of the hole that gives you the best look. So, you know, whoever's dialed in on their long game, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's just a nice test of golf. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's very similar to, uh, uh, to congressional from a standpoint, because 
basically on the same land. Um, it just doesn't have the length in some of the iconic holes. But, you know, there, there's there's great par threes, great par fives, and the par fours are strong, but there's a lot of shorter ones. So you just have to be very strategic. So whoever's whoever's going to, you know, put their game in line and, and you know, follow their, their, their uh, you know, their, their uh, what is it, game plan, if you will, um, making sure that they, you know, stick to it and, and, and perform. But uh, so it sounds like you think, you think it. it's going to take a good, really, you know, one of the exceptional golfers that'll go out and win this. You know, it's interesting because I was looking at the field that's there and, you know, you've got a couple bigger names, but majority of these guys are just guys that are out there day in, day out, you know, just grinding, right. Trying to make money, trying to get FedEx cup points, trying to just better themselves in position. Yeah. There's a um, lot of, so, I noticed that there's a lot of people that take the, that skip this tournament. Is yeah, there a reason, um, Casey, is there a reason well, for that? Well, thanks for asking, Greg. I, you know, this is actually really what I wanted to talk about this. And I, I hate saying a weak field. Like these guys are all incredible. I mean, they're all incredible. But, <laughs> but this is. But, but, but for the sake of a conversation, this is a kind of a weaker field than the Wells Fargo normally has been in the past. And I, I honestly, to answer your question, is I know I don't know why I don't. I, I have no idea. I would assume that it's because the Masters and the PGA Championship are so close to each other that, you know, these guys are focusing on the majors. And if they're going to put the majors closer together, then guess what? Yeah, they're going to. I get you know, it. Maybe <laughs> there's going to be tournaments that I just, you know, I mean, honestly, Rory's only there because he won last year. And. He kind of, I mean, when you win, you kind of are, you sort of have to be there the next year. This is, if this course was, had a whole lot in common with the, the course in Tulsa that they're playing the, the, the major at, we would see more people there. You're right. That's a good point. Because, because it's, it's regionally unique or, or, or dissimilar than that. And, and you're right. It's, it's a short window in between the majors these guys got to find spots to take a week For off sure. here and there and create and, a little downtime to keep fresh mentally, you know? And you can just well, say it, Greg, it's not at Quail Hollow. So they're not like, and I, I'm not. Oh, wow. Down they're on, on DC. Course. What motherfucker? I'm saying <laughs> it's not at Quail Hollow, bro. I mean, that's a factual information. It's just not at Quail Hollow. So, well, and know. you bring up a take good it, take it how you, bring you, want. Up, you bring up a good point, though, because the reality is, is you're right. If, if they were playing Quail Hollow, that's much more of a of a of a major type championship test to go into the PGA. So there would be a lot a more ma- people. It is. It is, it is a major it is. championship course. It is. Yeah. It is. I mean, it's really not. Again, I have nothing on this Potomac thing. I just, it's just the fact, you know, it just is. No, and it, it's interesting the because they play the TPC uh, Potomac at, at Avenel Farms, and then they go next week mm-hmm. in the AT&T Byron Nelson, which is also at a TPC at Craig's Ranch, Craig Ranch. So mm-hmm. it's two TPC properties, and we all know TPC, you know, Players Club. You know, it, it's it's mm-hmm. theater golf, right? So they try to yeah, – they, they put on they, a show. Everything – yeah. Gorgeous so, character. You know, it's 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 like uh it's like TPC Scottsdale, man. It's you know everybody wants to go out and have a good time and shoot low scores. Yeah, and fast, Sawgrass so. has the Island Green, like they all got their yeah. thing, you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, listen, so. guys, let's um, 
let's take a quick break. And then when we come back, let's talk about, let's get into it right away. Let's get into who, who we're going to fade, who we're going to pick, talk about some odds, all that stuff, and get uh, ourselves and our listeners ready for the weekend. Hi, guys. This is Timmy Nebraska with the, with the Nebraska Hour. And if you or anybody you know has a gambling problem, you can call 1-800-522-4700 or 1-800-GAMBLER. Or if you're in Indiana, you can call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. If you don't have a gambling problem, let's make some money. All right, we're back, and it is time because we always start uh, like the, the the with all the negativity. Like we get all the hate. The negativity. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hate, yeah. hate, 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 hate. We got to get it all off our off our chests. So, Casey, master hater, master hater. Who are we fading? <laughs> master fader. Who are we fading? All right. So it's almost not even a fade. It's just the fact that Rory is twice as, you know, he's 10 to 1 when the next best golfer is 20 to 1. I'm seeing I mean, this is a, This is, okay, yeah, thank, whatever. We all have semi, but this is a golf betting value podcast. And it's just There's like, no that's value. horrible. Yeah. That's horrible. And, we're going to have some listeners be like, well, what about last week? John Rahm won. Well, but no, but Rory hasn't won a tournament since last year at this tournament. And this tournament happens yeah. to be at a different course. So but he did what? have He's a great Sunday. At the, he did have a great Sunday at the Masters. He did. He and he so did. there are a lot great. of people that no. are going to overvalue but, that. That's the yeah, other. Precise, I look at that as, as another reason not to bet yep. on him. Yeah. Precisely. <laughs> yeah. No, we're agreeing. He's overvalued because he chipped in on whatever. I mean, he's not going to win. Okay? Don't but talk then, shit. You wouldn't have made that chip shot out of the fucking sand. No. Are you kidding me? That's the, That was one of the hardest shots you could ever. I mean, that's, Corey could explain how difficult that chip shot was. So don't talk shit. I, I would have no, had a I would. I would have had a chance I'm on, he's my, on my third try out of the bunker. My third <laughs> shot out of <laughs> Me too. Me too. Anyway, anyway, all I'm saying – so that's honestly – well, then I have the auto fade of Tony Pino. Um, but, you know, other than Wait, that – That's personal. It's like, you just don't like him personally. I don't know. I don't know what I also, feel Also, he about sucks him. at I golf. Just, <laughs> yeah, he just hasn't been playing well, boring. man. Even though he almost – he almost he, he did come back and fought what he shoot a sixty-three. No, but that's day, what he does. Corey, yeah, when the pressure when the pressure is off, yeah. he all of a sudden plays great. Which is like, why he's yeah. ever that's which is why winner. he's in the conversation right now. Exactly. The the only exactly. reason anybody ever thinks, oh, Tony Fina has been hot lately, Fade. maybe he'll have a big weekend, yeah. is because he only looks good on on B level tournaments. And then he'll show up at the big tournament and you're like, Hey, he's been having a month, yeah. and he goes out there and just shits the bed and misses the cut. You you couldn't have said it better, Greg. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, nice job. Shits the bed. I shit my pants. <laughs> All the cool people pee their pants. Um, <laughs> so, you know what, Casey? I almost could have written your list for you. on who to I know, I know. You know me Pino so well. You know Rory. That's why, and I do want to say, I don't have any, like, extra special fades. It's not, nothing more. It's just pretty much the same fades as usual. Hmm. Nothing extra special. I think. I think this field, again, I don't want to call it such a weak field, but I think it just gives, yeah, I mean. But it's weak. It, 
it's anybody. It's a, it's we. So it's since it's on that note, and and go, uh, coming off of what you're saying there, does that mean we might see a long shot win this? Yes, that's what. Do you so, want me to go from? Hold on, hold on. I'm getting somewhere. I'm getting top. somewhere. I'm getting somewhere. Does that mean maybe the winner is like eighty to one? And happens to be one of my absolute favorite golfers in the history of golf, <laughs> who has played very well on this course in a very short four years ago. Francesco. 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 He's my fave, man. Frankie Meatballs. Can Frankie Meatballs win this tournament this weekend? Yeah, no, I mean, I'm- why not? No. Really? Why not? No. What do you got him at? I got him at a. What do I got here? I see him at eighty to one. Yeah, I got a hundred to one at uh, DraftKings. No, I have him. I have him at eighty as well. Frankie, no. this is why you uh, shop around for the good lines, kids, is because the difference of eighty and a hundred to one is enormous. You know? That's big. You, you put a hundred dollars on there, it's awesome to win eight thousand, but ten thousand is even better. I got him at eighty to, or no, that, that was top ten. Um, regardless, any chances yeah, like Casey, no, he's my up. guy, yeah, Frankie Marinara, Frankie Meatballs. He won't win, he won't win. I'll, I mean, if you take him top 10 or make the cut, I, I'm okay with that, but no, he I'm loves this course. Know. He went in the 60s all four days a couple years ago, couple as in 14 years ago. <laughs> what are you talking about? 2018, bro. Okay, okay, that was that wasn't that long ago, no. If you're talking, if you want to go back, we could go back to 04 when Adam Scott got his third ever win on this course. I would bet you straight up for 20 bucks that he makes the cut. Like, I'll take he doesn't make the cut. You don't think Molinari will make the cut? No, I do not. Um, Deal. I'll take that bet with you. All right. Uh, That's some. That's some. So then, all right. Now you rip my heart out. Oh, now that you rip my heart out. Let's talk about some of the names <laughs> that uh, everybody likes. Let's talk about. Let's first start with some of the long shots. Like, for example, I brought up Francesco Molinari. All right. So why don't one of you guys present a long shot you think has a good chance this weekend? Corey? Well, I'll take the, I'll take the lead here, my friends. Uh, so I, I'm I'm surprised at this, but our boy Cameron Davis, he's up there too. Um, so that's, it's a little surprising. And Bo, Bo Hostler, I mean, this guy, you know, he's been playing pretty well, pretty consistently. And he's, he's kind of up there at a long shot. Um, trying to think, uh, who else I saw up there that was a little, uh, questionable. Uh, well, Matt, dude, what's going on with Matt Wolf, man? Just that poor guy, man. He's just struggling. <laughs> yeah. He came out guns a-blazing, and all of a sudden, he's, like, nowhere to be seen. You um, know what happens to young guys sometimes? Premature yeah. ejaculation. For sure. They haven't <laughs> learned how to use it. You know what I mean? They haven't mastered their, their body yet. And then you got Kevin Strillman, who I show 80 to 1. And, like, dude, that guy holds the course record here. And he's generally finished in the last – in 17-18, he finished in, I think, top 20 every time he played, maybe even top 10 in one year. Um, even the year, even the year he shot the course record, he got top twenty. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I could almost bet that he'll he'll shoot a sixty-two, but still get eighteenth place. <laughs> you love you, Mr. Strowman. 
So those, no, those I are like names I see that stand out on me. He does that all the time. Yeah, that's what I got as far as kind of in the middle of the pack or long shot Casey, scenario. what about you? You got any guys? Since you're talking shit about our long shots, what about uh, you? All right, I got one. I'm just waiting my turn here. All right, go. He happens to be 1,000 to 1. <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> okay, yes. If I you're going to give like me a thousand to one yeah. on anything, anything. <laughs> okay. Now, listen, this is the, I sent you the story, Greg, that you read in like eight minutes about Morgan Hoffman. He, he's back to the golf. He's he, playing his did second you read tournament the article? Since, hold on, hold on, hold on. Did you? I read, read it. Article? Are you kidding me? It changed he, my life. He swishes his, he swishes his teeth with urine. He drinks his own pee. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. He does all sorts of things, but he also cured himself of an uncurable disease. He swishes He's his mouth with urine what? for for what? for for yeah. gum health reasons. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, Greg. Listen to me though. He has this is he has one more tournament after this one, and he has to have enough points to keep his tour card. But if he gets like a T two, or obviously if he wins, if he gets if he ties for second this week. He gets his tour card. Like it's like he get he gets another three years on the tour or whatever. I mean, it's a big deal, a huge deal. And he just played a couple or whatever, a few weeks ago. And you know, he bogeyed 18 to miss the cut by one stroke. I mean, he crazy. literally be, he beat he after beat not playing Johnson. For, yeah, after, after not, not playing, playing yeah, I'm telling you. This is the greatest thousand to one bet you'll ever <laughs> ever have in the history of gambling. I'll tell I'm you, I'm not what, saying it's gonna hit. I but have, it's a thousand to one. I it's, have been crushing grapes ever since I read that. Oh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I have not been crushing my own urine. No, I have not. I, sipped, I haven't I've even thought about well, it. I think hey, I, about I've it. been I've been holding back here, gents. But who's to say when you buy a bottle of water, there ain't urine in that shit, bro? So at the end of yeah, the day, no, you never yeah, know. It's right. probably a good, it's probably yeah, a good yeah. call. You're right. All right. All right. All right. No, that's a that's a All good right. thing. I agree. I mean, he's he's come back from a from a very challenging situation. He made the best of the scenario. Spent a lot of time down in Costa Rica, and I'll tell you what, man. You spend time down in Costa Rica, you get right. I mean, you, you become one with, with that, your body, baby. Uh, that article made me spend time in Costa Rica, my friend. Yeah, oh, Pura Vida, baby. To, yeah, it's just, yeah, live happy or whatever. Like, just, he's, like, in a good state of mind. I, it, it, I'm, but with Greg, just a thousand to one, like, a one, th I mean, are you kidding me? In this sport, like that's that's insane. The guy can absolutely win the tournament. And if it he if it works out, could. you could you could literally turn your you could literally turn your um sorry, my all of a sudden I just got a billion notifications. I apologize, guys. <laughs> you could easily turn the change in between the cushions on your couch. Yes. You could, you could into, literally turn that into rent money if he pulls it off. Into a yeah, couple dude, months of rent. I mean, and this would be the tournament to do it at. I mean, like we were saying, you know, with all the, the names and the people and all Thank that. You. I mean, you know, he's got Thank the opportunity for sure. Thank you, Corey. It's also, yes, I was going to go back to 
again, I hate saying the word a weak field, but it's like, no, this is winnable. I don't even get where the thousand to one comes from. I mean, to me, it's just completely insane. Anyway, yes, it's insane that he could come back and win the tournament as well. But it's definitely not a that you know, like we on this podcast, we look for value, you know, and I'm I'm telling you, this is the value of the century. Even bet him to make the cut, and you're going to get 20 to 1. Bet him to make top 10, you're going to get, you know, I don't know, 40 to 45 to 1. Get Bet him to get top 5, which he absolutely needs to do for his livelihood. Um, I, I, I'm telling you, this guy's going to make the cut, and he's gonna, I think he's going to get – I think he's going to have a chance to get in the top 5-ish is all I'm saying. But that's the thing. You make a couple putts rolling, maybe you, you know, maybe you win the tournament kind of on accident. Maybe you post a 63 on Sunday, you know, two hours before the leaders and the wind picks up. Like, you just don't know. And at 1,001, that's absolutely absurd. Well, and the other I, factor do too is... say, I do want to say I'm rooting for the guy. That's uh, well, yeah, but that. you also look at it, at it like this, that, I mean, he's, I mean, this is do or die, right? I mean, for him, he's 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 absolutely That's on, what I mean. on the precipice of you know, do it or don't do it. Either you're doing it or don't. Yeah. You're either going to fold or you're going to make it happen. I agree. And I think right. that's a great thing. There's and, there's another guy that now that you guys bring uh-huh. him up, this guy. Have you heard of Brandon Matthews? Anybody? You guys heard of him at all? So he no. came off the corn, corn Ferry tour. His his uh he leads the corn ferry in the the distance category at like 330 something and uh obviously i just talked about the fact that being a long hitter and this type of golf course you have to really manage your your ball and you know where you place it but i mean this guy i mean he could basically drive every of these shorter par threes i mean the you know the short par threes are like 330 340 350 he might just be bombing it right at these greens every single time this guy is like Remember his name, Brandon Matthews. He came off the corn ferry um, and his, he kills the ball, kills it. I'm looking at him, and he's right next to Morgan Hoffman uh, in my list. Uh, and he's right there about 800 to 1. Yeah, I'm not saying he's going to do anything special. I'm just saying it, it, you'll be, you know, just keep your yeah. eye out. Because, you know, Bryson, just, you know, everybody's about the long ball right now. Everybody hits it so far. Da, 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 da. But this guy, mm-hmm. absolutely, he just, his, he's a smasher, man. This guy just kills it. So anyway, I just thought I'd bring that up because you were talking about Morgan and that whole element. No, for sure. Let's get into some guys that are a little closer, a little closer in the in the numbers. What uh, what else you guys got? Uh, who, who else is on your radar, Corey? Uh, well, so there's a couple guys. Um, I, you know, you brought him up in the past, Master Seth. I think that the reality is is Mark Leishman plays really well at this golf course. Uh, the last, you know, a few times they've played, he's, he's done great. And, you know, you just can't count that guy out, man. He's just, he's just a baller, man, all the way around. So I know he's got good feelings here and I mean, I expect him to do good things. Um, obviously Abraham answer, um, you know, he's, he tied for fourth, I think back in 18, uh, he holds mm-hmm. course record at 62. He's, at uh, he's always done well. Yeah. So that's not great, but not horrible. Uh, and then, uh, a guy that I've been watching a lot and, and I just, I just appreciate this guy's game. And when he talks, man, it's just awesome. Cause he's got that, that Irish, you know, just funk and it's, uh, Seamus powers. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the guys, you know, he's, he's consistent. He plays well. And a golf course like this, I think this suits him. And, you know, I don't know what he is. I don't know what you guys have him at. 35. On your, uh, deal. 35 yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so those are kind of my, my element. Um, not, that's not who I'm picking, but those are the kind of Good. the guys I've been looking at. What about you, Casey? Who are some of the guys that are on your radar that you're not, that you're not necessarily playing, but are on you that were, you know, that you were considering? Well, it's funny you ask that. I actually have the guy that's only on the middle of my radar is actually the guy I'm going to take. And the reason he's only on the middle of the radar is because he was 250 to 1 literally six weeks ago, and now he's 40 to 1. But he's just a guy I've had my radar on. That's Cameron Young. You know, I talk about value all the time. It's like, you know, the value kind of sucks. But at the end, of, you know, I was thinking about it, at the end of the day, it's like forty to one is sweet, man. He, he, like he just because six weeks ago mistakes. he was two hundred to one. What's he good just, about man. him is he misses he misses the 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 bunker. He misses the rough You're right. every time. He might not get as many yards as everybody yeah. else, but he's pretty damn close. And he never he's never off the fairway. But and it, and it, when we talk about. You know, first round leader, and then, like this guy shoots eight under on Thursday. Like, just take him, bet him. And I'm honestly, Greg, I'm answering the same question with one guy. I like him. I like him to win this tournament, and I like him as, as kind of a long or a middle shot. I love it. You That's know, a good pick. And I do think that the value is a little. It's not where I'd want it. I think he kind of – I mean, he just came off the corner. But you're right. No, that's what I mean. At the end of the day, it's like 40 to 1 of your money. That's incredible. I mean, that's – and this I kid is a, shooting 62s all day, and he's yeah. going to shoot a 62 on Thursday. I bet him first-round leader, and I, I bet him wire to wire, honestly. I have my eye on um, Gary Woodland at 30 to 1. He was was somebody I was really thinking about playing this weekend. Um, for some reason, I just feel like like he just seems to have everything kind of going, and uh, mm-hmm. it's like any weekend now. And I I want to be on him when he when he on that weekend, and I'm wondering if it's this weekend. But it's 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 sometime soon that he's going to go out there and he's going to win. He's going to win one of these tournaments, and it could be a big one. It could, I mean, shit, it could be PGA for all I know. But he's going to win something by three, four, or five strokes and, like, you know, like really coast into a victory because he's really that good. I just see it coming, you know. Um, yeah, that's a good one. I, I, I like 30. him. He's, yeah, he's, that, that's, a, that's a good place yeah. for this, for sure. The, the like other that. dude I was really considering, and it's, I mean, he went down. He went down to 18 to 1, but that's Corey Connors. Uh, yeah, I absolutely. He's just—he's a great golfer, man. He's period. Uh, I, so, Greg, I couldn't agree more, and that's what but I'm, I was kind of getting after with the fact that Rory was so favored that you look at your next three golfers. Yeah, is yeah. Corey Connors? It's a huge Fitzpatrick answer Woodland, and like it's a huge jump, and that's yeah. great value. That's yeah. great value. Yeah. I love that you said Corey Connors because I love him. I really That's like him. And I might – at the end of this podcast, I may end up going back to Corey Connors because that's who I really like. But at right now, as of right this moment, I'm thinking about um, Fitzpatrick. 
And I he's like at it. 20 to 1. I think that yep. that's kind of the right number for him because I think he is one of the best golfers out there this weekend. Again, we talked about a weak field. Exactly. But I think he's one of the best golfers out there this weekend, and the course kind of fits him. Um, you never need him to, like – you never need them to like go out there and kind of keep up with some of these long ball guys. Mm -hmm. And that's, mm -hmm. and because of that, like his irons are going to really, you know, if he's dialed in, man, he's, he's super dangerous. So right now I think I'm going with Fitzpatrick. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I, well, think I, thought, I thought you were going to go with Corey Collins. It sounds like Corey Collins. I think about that every time I, I, I talk about that. I know it's <laughs> weird. No, I call him Corey Connors sometimes. <laughs> well, no, I, I think those those are all good. You know, there's 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 one guy that you guys passed over a little bit. Now, number one, Master Chef Cameron Young is is who I was going to say uh, for my pick. But Cameron Young and Max Homa, I show them pretty much identical on on their odds. Uh, yeah, and Max Homa, man, 4, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're right. You know, I mean, Homa is one that I haven't. You know, I, I like Woodland. Uh, I like the answer. But Homa and Young, man, those are kind of the two I was looking at besides Connors um, and Fitzpatrick. Uh, but, yeah, I think we're all in the same mindset, man. I think, uh, you know, these guys that have strong games and, and know how to golf their ball, put it where they need to put it and minimize mistakes, um, hopefully. But Cameron Young, yeah, I mean, that's I, – I, I feel you on that one, my friend. That, that's a good one. I think at the end of the day, just don't pick Tony – you know, and you're going to win somehow. <laughs> that's, um, that's my mic drop. That's where I want to end it. All right. Well, on that note, I think, I think I'm going to make the late, the audible, and I'm going to go Corey Connors, <laughs> even though I was thinking about Fitzpatrick. <laughs> I might regret it, but I think that's my play. Yeah, you like got to trust it, buddy. Trust it. That's right. Um, all right. This was fun. And um, usually at the end of podcasts, we kind of just say goodbye to each other. But this is really where we're supposed to do, like, all the call to action stuff. Because anybody that listened to the entire podcast obviously likes us, right? So if, yep. if, if they're actually into this podcast, if they could please, on whatever platform they're listening, whether it's on Spotify or Apple or Google, please, like, rate it and review it and share it and whatever else you could do or if it's on or if you're listening on betyourash.com just share it just share that on your social medias or something but um yeah spread so the good word yeah exactly yeah. do um, a great thing yeah and if we keep making you money maybe we'll have to set up like a paypal or some way for people to give us little tips and stuff you know because yeah. we're we've been really hot this year guys so let's keep this good shit mix up. let's keep this no, shit no up kidding. Let's let's have let's have a really strong summer. Um, we're about to we're about to be back right away next week. We're gonna recap mm -hmm. Wells Fargo and then talk about the Byron Nelson. All right, got it, buddy. Look All forward right. to it. It'll be a good weekend, and uh, it's great to chat with you guys and catch up, man. It's been a while, so I'm looking forward to the next few weeks. Yes, sir. All right, guys.